0: Chapter 2 Bunny Brown and His Sister Sue at Christmas Tree Cove by Laura Lee Hope. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sean McGahey
1: and Sarah. Chapter 2 In the Carpenter Shop. Bunny Brown and his sister Sue were so surprised at hearing that harsh voice and at hearing the door slam shut and locked behind them that they just stood and looked at each other in the carpenter shop. They forgot for the moment all about the big yellow dog in the pocketbook he had carried away. Then Bunny Brown managed to find his voice and cried, "'Who was that, Sue?' "'I, I guess it was Mr. Foswick,' she answered. "'I'm almost sure it was.' "'Yes,' agreed Bunny.' "'I guess it was. But what did he want to lock us in for? We didn't do anything. "'We just came in to get Mother's pocketbook and the grocery money away from the dog. "'I presume he made a mistake,' said Sue. "'He must have thought we were the bad boys that tease him. I saw some of them come in once "'and scatter the sawdust all over, and I heard Mr. Foswick say he'd fix them if he caught him. "'He must have thought we was them.' she added letting her english get badly tangled in her excitement i guess so agreed bunny well we'll tell him we aren't come on sue giving up for the time being their search in the carpenter shop for the strange big yellow dog bunny and sue walked back toward the front door which had been slammed shut and while they were seeking to make mr foswick understand that he had made a mistake and had punished the wrong children i shall have a moment or two to tell my new readers something about the characters whose adventures i hope to relate to you in the story
0: the town of Bellamere, which was on the sea-coast and near a small river was the home of bunny brown and his sister sue their father walter brown was in the boat and fish business owning a wharf where he had his office men and boys worked for him and one big boy bunker blue was a great friend of bunny and his sister in the brown home was also uncle tad an old soldier in the first book of this series called bunny brown and his sister sue i told you many of the things that happened to the children after that they went to grandpa's farm and played circus and there are books about both those happy times next the children paid a visit to aunt lou's city home and from there they went to camp rest a while in the big woods bunny and sue had many adventures and they had so much fun on their auto tour that i could hardly get it all in one book when mr brown bought a shetland pony for the children they were delighted and they had as much fun with it as they did in giving a show that is the name of the book just before the present one you are reading bunny brown and his sister sue giving a show in that volume you may learn how a stranded company of players came to Bellamere, and what happened bunny and sue as well as some of their playmates were actors and actresses in this show and splash the dog did a trick also but splash had run away or been taken away during the winter that had just passed and bunny and sue no longer had a dog Perhaps they thought they might induce the big one that had jumped into the yard to come and live with them after they had taken the pocketbook away from him. He was not quite the same sort of dog as Splash, but he seemed very nice. Bunny and Sue kept hoping Splash would return or be brought back, but up to the time this story opens, that had not come about the show the two brown children gave was talked about for a long time in Bellamere. of course bunny and sue had help in giving it and the show was also a means of helping others now winter had passed spring had come and gone and it was early summer bunny and sue had been playing in the yard before going to the store for their mother when the strange dog had sprung over the fence snatched up the pocketbook and had run off with it darting into the carpenter's shop
1: i don't see anything of him said sue as she and bunny made their way amid the piles of boards and lumber and other piles of sawdust and shavings towards the door you don't see anything of who asked bunny mr Foswick or the big dog the dog answered sue i couldn't see mr foswick cause he's outside he shut the door on us yes agreed bunny so we did well maybe we can open it but alas when bunny and sue tried the door they found it locked tight bunny had been afraid of that for he thought he had heard a key turned in the lock but he had not wanted to say anything to sue until he made sure Rattle and pull at the door as the children did, and turn the knob, which they also did several times. The door remained shut. We're we're locked in, said Sue in a sort of gasping voice, looking at Bunny. Yes, agreed her brother as he tried to speak cheerfully, for he w- was a year older than Sue. And besides, boys oughtn't to be frightened as easily as girls, Bunny thought, but I guess we can get out. Bunny went on. Mr. Foswick thinks we're some of the bad boys that bother him. We'll just yell and tell him we aren't. All right, you yell, suggested Sue. So Bunny shouted as loudly as he could. Mr. Foswick, we didn't do anything. We didn't scatter your sawdust. You locked us in by mistake. Let us out, please. Then he waited and listened. And so did Sue. There was no answer. I guess you didn't yell loud enough, said Sue. Try again, Bunny. Bunny did so. Once more he shouted through the closed door, or at least at the closed door. He shouted loudly, hoping the carpenter would hear him and open the door. Mr. Foswick! We didn't do anything! yelled Bunny Brown. Still there was silence. No one came to let the children out i guess we'd better both yell suggested sue you can shout louder than i can bunny but it isn't loud enough we've both gotta yell yes i better guess we have agreed the small boys standing close to one another near the door they lifted their voices in a shout saying mr foswick mr foswick we We didn't didn't do anything. anything they called this several times but no answer came to them "'I guess he's gone away,' said Sue after a bit. "'Yes, I guess so,' agreed Bunny. "'Well, we've got to get out by ourselves, then.' "'How can we?' sister wanted to know. "'The door is locked and we can't break it down. "'It's a big door, Bunny.'
0: "'Yes, I know it is,' he answered. "'But there's windows. "'I'll open a window and we can get out one of them. "'They aren't high from the ground. "'We got out of a window once.' when Bunker Blue, by mistake, locked us in the shed on the dock, and we can get out of a window now. Oh, I hope we can, cried Sue. And can we get the dog out of the window too, Bunny? The dog! exclaimed Bunny, forgetting for the moment about the animal. Oh, I guess we won't have to get him out. He isn't here. But he ran in here, insisted Sue. We saw him come into this carpenter shop. Yes, agreed Bunny, but he isn't here now. If he was, we'd see him or hear him. Maybe he's hiding, suggested Sue. Maybe he's afraid because he took Mother's pocketbook and the money in it and he's hiding in the sawdust or shavings. Maybe, Bunny admitted. Well, I'll call him to come out. He only took the pocketbook in fun, I guess. Here, Splash, come on out. We won't hurt you, he cried, moving back toward the center of the shop and away from the locked front door come on splash his name isn't splash objected sue this isn't our nice dog splash that ran away and i wish he'd come back i know he isn't splash agreed bunny but it might be and splash is a dog's name and if this dog hears me call it he may come out come on old fellow he called again coaxingly but no dog crawled out from under the shavings sawdust or piles of boards where can he be asked sue i guess he ran out the back door suggested bunny then maybe we can get out there too cried the little girl and she and her brother with the same thought ran to the rear of the shop here is the door said bunny as he pointed it out It was a large affair that slid back from the middle of the wall to one corner. It was tight shut. And it's locked, too, cried Sue, pointing to a big padlock. To make sure, her brother tried the padlock. Sure enough, it was locked, and the key was nowhere in sight. I can slide the door a little bit, said Bunny, "'and by hard work he managed to move it about an inch. "'This allowed a little of the breeze "'to come into the carpenter's shop, but that was all. "'We can't get out through that crack,' "'protested Sue, pouting. "'Nobody could. "'Oh, dear, I don't see why this old carpenter shop "'has got to have all the doors locked.' "'Hmm, that's funny,' said Bunny Brown you s'pose that dog got out with both doors locked asked sue of her brother
1: bunny paused to think then an idea came to him he must have jumped out a window that dog did he said there must be a window open and he got out that way and that's how we can get out sue we'll crawl out the window just like the dog jumped out now we're all right mr Foswick locked us in his carpenter shop by mistake but we can get out a window oh yes agreed sue and she felt happier now but again came disappointment when the children made the rounds of the shop looking on both sides they not only saw that not a window was open but when bunny tried to raise one he could not are they stuck asked sue no replied bunny they are old shut Every window in the shop is nailed shut, and the doors are both locked. Oh exclaimed Sue in a faint voice, and she looked at her brother in a way he felt sure meant she was going to cry.
0: End of chapter two